Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Number 13, third baseman, Matt Carpenter. Carpenter, a drive into deep right. Doing with an exclamation point. Grand slam, Carpenter. The Cardinals walk it off. And it's a fly ball into the corner and right. Carries back, 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 and it's gone. It's a home run for Carpenter. Into the basket and a three-run homer for Carpenter. His third home run of the day to go along with a pair of doubles. This has to be one of the greatest individual performances ever by a Cardinal ever. Carpenter one for two with a wall. And a long drive to deep right center field. And this is a tie game. Matt Carpenter continues to punish the Dodgers. In the air to right center. Back at the wall and is off the base of the wall. The Cardinals are going to take the lead. So many great moments provided by Matt Carpenter, who's been kind enough to join us, and that is BK. I'm Danny Mack. Not bad for a guy that was a five-year college player and signed for a 1000 bucks, I believe, with the St. Louis Cardinals. Hey, Matt, Dan McLaughlin here. Uh, thanks for hopping on, man. Really appreciate it and uh, love the the tribute that you add in the Players' Tribute uh, to the fans and uh, the city of St. Louis. It was remarkable. Well, hey, Dan, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, thanks for having me on the show. hope you guys are doing well. We're doing well. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, you know, just kind of settling into the off season. Um, you know, kind of trying to tie up some loose ends here in St. Louis. Um, you know, getting packed up and headed back home to Texas. And um, just really enjoying um, our last few moments here in this city and spending some time with family. It's been really good. Well, you said it's your last few moments here in St. Louis. So, um, I am curious though, do you want to play next year or, or do you think this is it for you? I do want to play. I, I certainly, um, want to, uh, see what happens. Um, you know, as far as, you know, what kind of interest there'll be an opportunity, um, you know, that still remains to be seen, but my heart is still in it. Um, I still want to go out and, and play it'll certainly you know be strange to put on a different uniform but um you know i i definitely would love to if the opportunity is there to keep playing matt this has been your home now for a decade what's it like knowing that this is kind of you're, you're getting ready to move back and you're you're like you said tying up your loose ends what is this period like for you right now you know it's 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 strange um it's tough it's it's you know it's bittersweet. Um, it, it, it's, you know, there's some challenges that come with it too. Like, you know, we've lived in the same house here for 10 years and now we're, you know, putting it on the market and selling it. And, um, you know, there's a lot of memories, a lot of great memories that we've had in this home, both, both personally from a playing standpoint, you know, I can walk around that house and, and think about where I was in certain, you know, big moments. Um, you know, it brings back memories. And then from a family standpoint, you know, like I mentioned in, in the uh, letter in the, to the to the fans and Cardinal Nation is you know my my kids were born here you know I've I've raised a family here and 
Um, it's more than just a, a you know a place that I played. It, this was home, and um, you know it's certainly certainly hard to leave, but um, you know I couldn't be more happy for the time that I had here and 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 just the the welcoming feeling that. Um, you know, this city has embraced our family, and it's just been a pleasure. I'm sure when you pinned that to the fans and, and a lot of memories came back to you, both personally and professionally, I'm going to ask you, what what are your favorite memories in particular, though, being on the field with the St. Louis Cardinals? What comes to mind for Matt Carpenter? Well, you know, there's so many. Um, you know, the, the first one, uh, obviously that first weekend, um, it, on the field at Bush Stadium in uniform, I talked about it a little bit in the in the letter of just you know Albert hitting those two walk off home runs. I mean, I mean literally, I mean I, that's not an exaggeration. My first day in the big leagues, he hits a walk off home run. My second day in the big leagues, he hits a walk off home run. I mean, it was just incredible um, to be a part of that. Uh, so that just started me right on the right foot. And then in 2012, you know, some of the big moments, I, I you know getting to play in the postseason for the first time, coming off the bench. Um, in hitting that home run off Matt Cain when uh, Beltran was injured um, was pretty special. And then 13, and probably my favorite personal moment, um, you know, the last out in the 2013 NLCS, knowing that we had just won the National League and we're headed to the World Series. Those are all pretty high. Um, you know, the, the salsa run in 2018, <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun, you know, just enjoying the, how much the fans really kind of, I mean, they drove that whole thing. I mean, more than anything, um, you know, I, I, I really, it was such an innocent post of just like, Hey, I had to made this salsa and I'm going to eat it. And then, you know, go out and have a great game. And they really ran with it. And it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, those are some of the ones that stick out. Um, and then, you know, even this year winning 17 in a row, being a part of that, um, I've never seen anything like it. I know you guys probably feel the same way. That's, that's pretty, it's pretty remarkable what, what we were able to do. And um, I mean, I've, I've been on high school teams that were pretty good. that couldn't win 17 in a row. Matt, when you look back at your career here in St. Louis, I mean, it's it's pretty remarkable what you were able to to accomplish. You've had a, a season in which you hit thir- uh, 300 for the year. You ha- you broke the single-season record for the Cardinals in doubles. You've had a season in which you hit 36 home runs, like you mentioned, back in 2018. If I had told you back in 2010, 2011, that this was what your career would unfold like here in St. Louis, would you believe me? I'm not sure I would. Um, <laughs> you know, one thing that I've really tried my hardest to do as a player um, was to not, you know, get stuck in the past and not. So saying that, I, I never really looked back on what I was able to accomplish and, you know, the, the seasons that I had and things that we were able to do as a as a team um, until like recently, um, the, really the, like the last few weeks for the first time in, in my whole, really my whole time in, in St. Louis, have I been able to kind of sit back and reflect on some of the things that have happened and both what, what I was able to accomplish personally and what we, what we did as a club in the time that I was here. And man, I just, I can't, I can't even put into words, um, how, special it was how much fun it was and how for me just completely unexpected I mean I would have never dreamt of you know being able to play for such a storied franchise for as long as I did let alone have success while doing it I mean it's just it's pretty it's pretty fun and pretty amazing and I'm just real you know honored to have been a part of it 
I'm going to piggyback on what BK just asked you because you played first base, second base, you played third base, you could play the outfield. Uh, you come up and John Mabry and Big Mac are saying, man, you, you should drive the ball. So instead of going all the, the other way all the time, and you and I have spoken about this before, but I, I think it's interesting for the listeners, um, they all of a sudden said, hey, drive the ball. So you did that. Then they said, oh, you could hit home runs. So then you did that. Then you batted leadoff. So you were always very very flexible and played at a high level defensively at different positions, but certainly at the plate. How were you able to do that? And is that something you're most proud of your flexibility as the game was changing that you were able to kind of adapt for what the Cardinals needed? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I've, I've said this, you know, my whole career and I, I, I really do mean it. I mean, it wasn't, you know, just locker room talk or just, you know, trying to, make it seem like I'm wanting to say the right thing. I mean, I, I was raised by a coach. Um, you know, my dad is, was my coach and, you know, the thing that was always instilled for me at a, at a really young age was the team, um, is always more important than the in, individual. And, um, you know, my mentality in professional baseball, really my entire baseball career was to always try to do what was best to help our club win the game. Cause ultimately that's what we're all trying to do. So, um, it was never even really like a thought. I mean, I get asked all the time. I mean, you know, you know, you, you, you moved around so much and you just, you did what, what, what the club, you know, what the Cardinals asked of you. Did you ever just want to stay in one spot? I mean, I, I never even was like a thought in my mind. I mean, it just was something like, Hey, this is where you guys need me this year. That's where I'm going to play. If this is where you want me to bat, that's where we're going to play. I'm just going to try to do whatever it takes for our team to have the best chance. And, um, you know, I, I'm thankful that I've got those opportunities because, uh, it, you know, it was a lot of fun to, to contribute in different ways and, and, and try to be flexible so that we can get some other guys on the field. Matt, the game has changed so much. And we're talking to Matt Carpenter, former Cardinals infielder here on 101 ESPN. The game has changed so much since you broke into the big leagues back in 2011. How much did the evolution of the game influence the evolution of you as a hitter? Oh my gosh. So much. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, the, the really, the biggest thing about the way baseball is played now versus like when I first came up and it's not every player, but it's most, I mean, most of the guys that you face and this game has, has gotten, has gone from, you know, the pitcher who is going to outsmart you and he's going to locate and he's going to be crafty and he's going to make you use the whole field and he's going to do all that to I'm going to throw it as hard as I can at the top of the zone and you're going to hit it or you're not. Um, that evolution, it's really hard to be the kind of hitter that I was when I first came up in that style of game um, when it's just power versus power. And I've noticed, and I watched other hitters go through it, one of the guys who I've always admired from afar, Joey Votto, I had a conversation with him this offseason about kind of his resurg resurgence as a hitter, and he basically – described exactly what I, what I just said. I mean, the biggest thing he had to make an adjustment was, is he, and the way that the game is being played, the way that he attacked it, he was going to have to make a change or he wasn't going to have success. And the kind of guy he was this year was, I mean, I don't know if anybody listening watched, I mean, outside of what we played him, if you paid attention to his career, I mean, he completely changed everything. He's standing straight up. He's, you know, looking to, basically drive the ball out of the ballpark to the pull side. And that was nowhere near the kind of guy that he was when he first came up. I'm not saying I like it, but 
that's just kind of the, where the game has evolved into. And you got to make adjustments and you got to find a way to be productive. And I'm kind of going through another resurgence now. If I want to play again and, and continue my career, I've got to find, a, I got to make another adjustment, um, find a way to, to beat the shift somehow and, and, and get, and get back to being a productive hitter. So to answer your question, that was a long winded answer. Yeah. I think the game, the way it's evolved has definitely changed my approach over the years. I was thinking a lot. I was doing that final game at uh, Bush Stadium this year, and unfortunately it was rain-shortened. Um, but I was thinking a lot about you, Matt, and uh, knowing that this probably would be your final game, and you had seen what happened with Matt Holiday, you had seen what had happened with some others, that we kind of knew this was going to be it. What was going through your mind in that final day at Bush Stadium, before the game, during the game, and ultimately when it was rain-shortened, but uh, even after the game? You know, it, it was it, it was an emotional day for sure. I mean, just just putting on my uniform um, and getting to the ballpark, all that stuff was 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 uh, was very emotional. It was you know, I, I mean, I knew that this was probably probably it. Um, I, I I I was, however, very. I mean, and it was impossible not to be um, very excited about what was in store for us as a club going in the postseason. I mean, nobody was playing better baseball than us. I totally expected to go to L.A. and win that game. So um, that made it a little easier uh, just because I didn't think that this was going to be the last time I really was going to be playing at Bush Stadium. I was confident that we were going to be back for another series. But, um, you know, it was an emotional day. And, um, you know, I wish it would have turned out a little different. I wish, you know, the game wouldn't have been canceled and we could have, you know, maybe celebrated in a different way, but it, nonetheless, it was, uh, it was something I'll remember forever. I was able to bring my family down there and, and get to take pictures with them one last time. And, um, you know, just, a, just a really good day. Quick follow-up on that, Matt. I've said, I, I believe that if you guys had won in the wild card game, I, I strongly believe that the Cardinals would have been playing in the world series. Do you agree with that assessment? I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. I mean, there was nobody in baseball playing as good as we, as we were. Um, there was nobody, I mean, we were so confident. Um, and you know, anything can happen in a one game series as we saw, uh, you know, really what it boils down to is we just weren't able to get the big hit. Um, we had runners all over the bases and guys were taking good at bats, but we just couldn't find a way to get that big hit. We played like, as you per usual, we pitched really well and we played good defense. We just didn't have enough for that particular game, but I would have, I would have bet against, I wouldn't have bet against us in any series versus any team during that stretch. If we could have just got past that first round, I really think we would have, we would have been able to make it. I truly believe, Matt, you are headed to the Cardinals Hall of Fame. Now, the last couple of years obviously didn't go great for you. It was tough, but we just chronicled how great your career was. You're going to wind up being in the top five, top ten of so many of the offensive categories in Cardinals history, um, and I know it's piped in. At times in the clubhouse, the Cardinals Hall of Fame ceremony and players are watching it. I can't imagine it doesn't run through your mind or those that have uh, been here for a long time. Yachty, Wayno, Matt Holiday, yourself. Do you think about it? And if so, um, what would that mean to Matt Carpenter? Well, I mean, you know, I, I try, you know, just my by nature not to try. I try not to put the cart before the horse as, as best I can. I'd be lying to you if I haven't thought about it. But, um you know, I try not to, to think about it too much. Um, that being said, I mean, I don't think there's anybody, I don't think you, I don't, I really can't even put into words what it would mean. And, um, 
just the honor that that would be. Uh, that would be something that would, I mean, I, I can confidently say that if that were to happen, that I would, it would bring me to tears, just the, the excitement and um, the honor that that would be. And, you know, if it happens, great. Um, but if it doesn't, it, it, it certainly won't affect um, the memories and the love I have for the city of St. Louis and the Cardinal organization, that's for sure. What does it mean to you that this entire time that you were here in St. Louis, you were able to play with Yachty and Wayno from day one till today, the whole time you three were together. What does that mean to you? Oh my goodness. Those guys are like brothers to me. Um, we've spent so much time together, both on and off the field and just the, just the love and camaraderie that we've had in the clubhouse. And, and just to really, I mean, the thing that, I was a fan before I became a teammate. And that's the thing that's pretty, pretty special. That, that's a testament to two things. One, how good a part they are and how long they've played. Uh, I mean, I was, I was still, you know, at TCU playing college baseball when these guys were in the professional, you know, playing in the big leagues and playing at a high level. Um, so, you know, fan first of, of their game and then teammates and now friends. I mean, it's, it's been a pretty special ride. And, and I, I've said it, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. I mean, I, and I think that our, our fan base understands how lucky we are to have two guys like that, but I don't think it can be said enough. We are so lucky. Cardinal nation, the city of St. Louis is so lucky to have two really, really good players, but also really great human beings um, really at the center and face of this franchise. You know, one of the things that I reflect on with your career was the dedication of Matt Carpenter field. And the thing I think about it, um, I think the night before, it kind of been a tough night, and we're, we're dedicating your field. You'd made a, a large financial donation to make sure that that happened. But the thing I think about was your dad was there. And I used to be able to, to talk to your dad every once in a while on the road. I'd run into him, and your dad, obviously, a great baseball coach. And uh, and he was in tears, Matt. Um, you were kind of over on the side talking to maybe some of the kids. And uh, I just said, man, what a, what a great day for Matt and, uh, and your family. You must be so proud. And he said, Dan, you have no idea how proud I am of Matt. He said he's, he's not only a good baseball player, he said he's, he's just a great kid. And I, I just, I don't know if he's ever told you that or you knew that, but he was so emotional with that. And I just thought that was one of the, the really defining moments of your career that not many people saw because they weren't there or, you know, they're watching you on TV between uh, 7 and 10 every night. But that was truly an emotional thing uh, to see that. And as a father of four, I can only imagine what that's like if I saw my kid do that. So you're to be commended, man. It was just it was really cool to see uh, your wife, your kids and your dad uh, appreciate what you did both on and off the field. Well, I, I really appreciate you uh, sharing that, Dan. Yeah, it was definitely a great day. And, um, you know, he's. To, to his credit, he's always done a great job with me and, you know, being a dad that is very vocal when it comes to, um, you know, let me know that, that I've made him proud and I've always appreciate that. So, but, but yes, thank you for sharing that. And it certainly was a great day for us. I'm I'm really curious. Do you want to coach or do you think like, Oh man, I've had enough of baseball <laughs> for a while. Just get me away from this stuff. I'm mentally worn out. Or would you want to jump into it like your dad or, and and if so, would you want to do it at this level, high school, college? What would you like to do? You know what? I, I do have, a, a, a obviously, a passion for baseball. I do love um, the thought of, of coaching. Um, you know, I haven't really wrapped my head around uh, 
what that looks like as far as what level I would obviously um, love to, to be a part of really this organization um, in, in, in any realm. I, I, you know, I just haven't really crossed that bridge. The biggest thing that, that um, will be number one priority whenever my days are really done um, playing will be, you know, getting as much family time in as I can. I mean, as, as we all know that, you know, and as you know, Dan, I mean, the biggest thing about what, you know, traveling for a living is the time you you miss away from home. So no doubt. when I get done, when I get done, I mean, that's going to be number one priority. So it'd be hard. And I, you know, watching, you know, I think that's kind of what ended up happening. I, I think I saw where, you know, Matt Holiday and some of these names were being listed for potential coaching positions this year. And, and I'm sure that that all played a role and why they maybe didn't take it was just the fact that not ready to sacrifice that family time yet. So maybe one day um, I certainly would, but I'm not sure that's anytime soon. Matt Carpenter is our guest for another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Carp, you mentioned the coaching staff, and I, I had to ask because your career really started down in Palm Beach in, I think, 2009, 2010, and you were on that team with Ollie Marmol. What was it like for you to be teammates with him back then? And then now more than a decade later, finding out he's going to be the next manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. It's, man, it's pretty remarkable uh, to think. I mean, really, I mean, he in, in totally, you know, from a coach's standpoint, we've had very similar careers, um, you know, just kind of flying through our organization and kind of being unknown and, uh, you know, reaching the big league level is as almost like, you know, okay, how did this happen type scenario? I mean, Ollie's kind of very much has a very similar story um, and just his crazy fast ride through, rise through our organization. And you know, like you mentioned, he, he was one of my first roommates in pro ball. And well, there was an instant bond between us. Um, he's a great human being, a really smart, really, really smart baseball man who I think is going to do a great job at the helm of, you know, uh, at the lead of, um, you know, that dug out that clubhouse and this great franchise. Um, I expect nothing but success for him. Um, he's got the great relationship with the players. He's going to be great with the media. He, you know, he's really easy to talk to. I think he's going to, I think he's going to do a really, really good job. And then you combine that with, you know, having Skip as your bench coach, we all know and love Skip. And uh, you know, I think there couldn't be a better fit. I think it's going to, I think it's going to go really well. My final question, and then we'll let you go and really appreciate your time, Matt. Um, and you, you were part of Homers for Health. I mentioned the field dedication, three-time All-Star, went to the World Series. You got a World Series ring from 11 when you came up and uh, were part of the team briefly there. I think your first hit was against Kerry Wood, if memory serves correct. Is that correct? You should know this. That is correct. Come on, don't forget <laughs> that stuff, Matt. I think it was a line drive to left, was it not? That's right. Yeah. Dan's just showing off now. I don't know why I remember this stuff, but anyway, I can't add two and two. But as I say these things, uh, and the floor is yours, what, what are you most proud of? And, and just uh, when you reflect on your time here in St. Louis, because I know our, our text line is just lit up right now with fans saying, thank, you know, make sure and tell Matt we appreciate him. And uh, it was great to have him here in St. Louis. But what are you, what are you most proud of? Man, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, I I would say that over the last few weeks, just uh, the responses that I've gotten, um, even before uh, I, I, you know, posted that letter um, as the thank you to Cardinal Nation, just the responses that I got back from, you know, just random messages from people who 
would say, you know, hey, I just appreciate that time where, you know, I saw you at wherever and you, you know, spoke to my daughter and, you know, we just really appreciate you, you know, having that conversation or, you know, the teammates that reached out and, you know, had similar, you know, just thank yous and just say, we just really, you know, thankful or appreciative of moments we had together. I think all of those are way more important to me than anything that ever happened on the, on the field. Um, just the things that, you know, I don't think you realize, um, I know I didn't realize the impact and, um, I guess the reach that you have in a, in a community until kind of it's almost over. And, um, I think that that is the thing that I'll hold closest to heart is just some of the relationships that I was able to make here over the last 10, 11 years. And, um, the people that have said, you know, that I've had impact on their life where really I feel like they've impacted mine is just as much as, as they say that I have on them. So I, I think that's it. So well put, um, Matt. I'll, I'll, I always tell you privately, but I'll, I'll say it publicly: uh, you are nothing but a class act, man. And you always had time for me—good, bad, indifferent. Always complimentary, always kind, always with class. And uh, you're going to be missed here in St. Louis. Please don't be a stranger. And I can't wait to uh, have that day on stage with you when you get that red jacket, because I do think it's going to happen. Dan, I appreciate it. Thanks again for everything, and. Um, Man, I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss all you guys, and I appreciate you having me on the show. And hope you guys have a great holiday and uh, all the way through Christmas. And then best of luck next season. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world class instructors, we're gonna pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com/home-trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.